All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Daily Faceoff Podcast comes courtesy of the Nation Network. Here's your host, Brock Segan, with Dylan D. Berthium and Michael Biebs Bondi. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Season 7, Episode 14 of the Daily Faceoff Podcast. It is another edition of the Monday Report with your host, Brock Segan. And this episode recording could not Come at a better time, really. Uh, we just got word that the first COVID-19 related cancellations or postponements of the season uh, are coming this week with the Ottawa Senators as their COVID-19 uh, br- outbreak continues. So all three games uh, for them this week have been postponed. Um, so not only are you losing three games from any of your Ottawa Senators players, but also if you own any New Jersey Devils, uh, you'll be losing a game. Nashville Predators, you'll be losing a game. And New York Rangers, you'll also be losing a game this week so tuesday no new jersey devils thursday no nashville predators and saturday no new york rangers so a pretty good episode timed episode i suppose because there are going to be a few of you if not all of you uh, looking for some waiver wire pickups or some streamers for this week so if you have not tuned into the monday report before um you know we're just starting to do these a couple weeks ago basically what i do is is i roll through some of the top waiver wire pickups of the week as well as some streaming options for earlier in the week and then on thursday's episode we'll go over some other streaming options as well um speaking of streaming options from a Thursday episode, mine and Dylan's streamers 
this week absolutely crushed it. So I hope you guys picked up some of the guys we were talking about, uh, whether it was the Calgary Flames, who uh, Mangiapane, Blake Coleman, and Sean Monaghan had a terrific Sunday. Uh, so did some of the win- uh, Washington Capitals that we mentioned as well. So hopefully you guys got in on those once and weeks uh, this weekend. So without any further ado, we'll start with the waiver wire pickups. I'll start from the higher owned uh, to the lower owned and then talk about some weekend streamers or, or just some streaming options in general. Uh, it's kind of a shitty week, actually, to be completely honest with you. Four streamers, really not a whole lot of, of uh, great schedules. No teams really going Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, it looks like Monday, uh, obviously there's only two games tonight, but Wednesday, Friday, also very light nights in the NHL. So kind of a, a week streaming week, but there are still a couple options and we'll get to those here in a few minutes, but let's start up top with the waiver wire pickups. The first guy I'm going to talk about still pretty highly owned, uh, but only 53%. Pavel Buchnevich, right wing eligible on Yahoo for St. Louis. Uh, Buchnevich has moved to the, moved up the lineup for the blues this season. He's now skating on the top line with Ryan O'Reilly. And he scored three goals with three assists to give him six points in his last six games. Buchnevich's usage has been massive, playing 18 over 18 and a half minutes per game over that span, also averaging three and a half shots. Um, obviously, those those are career highs for Buchnevich. Uh, one thing that we we kind of failed to see out of Buchnevich in New York was oftentimes just a reliable usage. Um, they kind of they'd move him up periodically, move him back down. Never really found this you know consistent top six usage, which he seems to have found now in St. Louis. They seem to really like him. Uh, we talked about Buchnevich a little bit in the offseason because remember, he's a guy that finished with 40 points, 17 goals, 23 assists in his final 41 games of last season, playing at a near point per game pace. Um, he really, to me, is a guy uh, that has 30 goal, 30 assists upside for the remainder of the season. Still 72 games remaining for the Blues. Um, not out of the question that Buchnevich could, could do you know, something along those lines if he continues to play this well continues to get this usage in the top six uh, with St. Louis. Uh, speaking of the top six, Nazim Kadri or Nazim Kadri, 39% owned for the Colorado Avalanche, only uh, strict center eligible with Nathan McKinnon out. The usage has gone up. Now you've got JT Comfer uh, out for at least a month. That was also just announced. So we'll have an update on that on dailyfaceoff.com uh, later today. They did have a practice today. So we did get a, uh, we did get a chance to see their new look line combinations with McKinnon and Comfort out because if you know Comfort was centering that top line with Landis Cog and Rantanen. Um, Rantanen actually shifted shift over to the middle uh, between Landis Cog and O'Connor. So not great, I guess, for Kadri, but he's still playing massive minutes on that second line. They don't want to put all their eggs in one basket by going Kadri, Landis Cog, Rantanen, which you can't really argue due to the lack of center depth in that organization right now. Uh, you know, Alex Newhook looks Newhook, excuse me, has looked pretty solid on the third line, but. I don't think that they're really ready to go like Kadri, Newhook, Yost, or Kadri, Yost, Newhook down the middle. So moving Ranton is probably a pretty logical uh, explanation there. So that's what it's going to look like. You've still got Kadri on the second line with Nachushkin and Burakovsky. Very, very strong second line. Uh, speaking of Kadri, he's been excellent lately. He's on a six-game point streak. He's got 10 points, three goals, seven assists in that span. He's going to continue to play massive minutes with McKinnon out. Going to probably play even more now with Comfort also banged up. Uh, should move back to the top power play unit with Comfort out, which is a huge boost for him. Comfort was holding down that top uh Power play unit. That should be Kadri's now. Uh, so yeah, just a lot to like here with Kadri, uh, given you know his recent play and given what uh, you know the minutes that we project for him moving forward. 
Uh, third here, we've got Jordan Eberle at 38% owned right wing on Yahoo. Jaden Schwartz as well from Seattle Kraken, 25% owned left wing eligible. Uh, Dylan and I talked about both these guys briefly last week, um, and they added to their impressive runs on Thursday and Saturday. Eberle had one goal, two assists in those two games, giving him now seven goals and two assists, nine points in his last seven games. Schwartz uh, also has points in seven of his last nine games, posting 10 points, three goals, seven assists over that span. Uh, Seattle's offense is seems to be very concentrated to their top line. So continue to roll with Eberly and Schwartz, uh, who are averaging 19 and a half minutes per game right now. It seems to be um, kind of a revolving door with who plays center with them right now. It's Alex Wenberg. We've seen Yanni Gord. We've seen Jared McCann. We've seen Morgan Geeky even at times. Uh, but the one thing that remains consistent is that Eberly and Jaden Schwartz are on the left wing and right wing on that top line, and they continue to play massive minutes, and they continue to put up really, really impressive numbers. Next, we've got Mikel Granlin, 33% owned center, right wing eligible. Um, I did mention Matt Duchesne and Granlin both on this on my very first Monday report a few weeks ago they were playing pretty well they've just been absolutely incredible ever since then so hopefully you guys picked them up if you hadn't uh, obviously a lot of people have with Duchesne his own percentage has finally shot up to 70 percent um, again both playing extremely well right now along with Roman Yossi that, that trio has really carried the Predators to an, an impressive uh, first month of the season a little bit unexpected for most people unlike Duchesne and Yossi though Graylin is still very low owned only 33% as I mentioned he'll never be a huge goal scorer you know might get lucky to get to 20 goals but you know he's often defers instead of shooting and that's going to keep his goal total down but the assist total should be you know up there towards the top of the league in his last uh, he has 12 points, excuse me, two goals, 10 assists in his last 10 games. So really, really impressive. I believe he had a four assist night at one point as well. Uh, the Predators are leaning very heavily on Granlin and Duchesne. So they will have plenty of minutes to produce on a nightly basis. The depth in, in uh, Nashville isn't great. Um particularly right now with Philip Forsberg out. So continue to rely on Mikel Granlin and Matt Duchesne. If you didn't get Duchesne and he's still available in your league, in those 30% of leagues, he's still available. Duchesne is playing some of the best hockey we've seen from him in recent years. A couple more forwards to get to here. Dawson Mercer at 13% owned, center eligible. And Jesper Bratt at 8% left wing, right wing eligible for Bratt. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, you will know how high I'm on New Jersey's second line, uh, especially recently. They've played extremely well since being put together. Uh, Bratt recently stated that they want to be the go-to line in New Jersey every single night, and recently that has been the case. Uh, he, Since they put these two together on the second line, uh, Mercer looks anything but a 20-year-old rookie. He has six points, two goals, four assists in his last four games. Had an absolutely absurd feed to, Brad on a, to spring Brad on a breakaway yesterday to uh, give Brad another goal. Um, and yeah, as I mentioned, Brad widely available in 92% of leagues. He has 11 points, four goals, seven assists in his last nine games. His shot volume is currently at an all-time high. So if he's able to continue that, this should no doubt, undoubtedly uh, lead to a career year for Jesper Brat. New Jersey 2 right now, 59.4, Corsi 4. Um, a 57.6 expected goals 4 percentage. And uh, they are averaging an impressive 36.6 scoring chances for per 60. So this line has been, you know, everything that New Jersey could hope for after Jack Hughes went out. Um, Nico Heischer continues to play well. Pavel Zakal, that top line, still getting it going. But this second line has really, really become dominant for them, and it's really helped uh, New Jersey kind of stay afloat here without Jack Hughes. So continue to uh, to look at, at, the, at the wire for Dawson Mercer, 13%. Jesper Bratt, 8%. 
A couple goalies to get to here before I get to the uh, the streaming options. Jeremy Swayman somehow only 60% owned. Uh, Swayman appears to be taking over as the number one option in Boston. Uh, he, has he has won four in a row, excuse me, with a 930 save percentage and has allowed more than two goals just once in seven starts this season. Meanwhile, Linus Allmark has an 887 save percentage in his last five starts and has allowed three-plus goals in four of his last five. The Bruins went to Swayman on back-to-back -back nights over the weekend instead of turning to their $5 million goaltender in one of those games. That seems like a huge development for, for, uh, for Swayman. The Bruins seem very... Um, confident in going to him on a nightly basis and if it turns out to be Swayman's job with Linus Olmark kind of being reserved to a backup role Swayman could have massive massive value still available in 40% of leagues and to make things even better Boston ranks first in the NHL in expected goals against uh, per 60 at 5v5 so Swayman should be able to continue play to continue to play very well behind a team that is playing extremely well defensively which is you know really nothing new for the Boston Bruins uh, Samuel Montembeau at 2% owned with Carey Price still away from the team and Jake Allen getting hurt on Saturday we don't know just yet how long Jake Allen is expected to be sidelined but scooping up Montembeau right now could be um, a decent option for those who are extremely needy in net uh, because he should be their starting goaler. It could be their starting goalie moving forward if Allen is to miss any time and Price still got a little bit of ways to go uh, before he's back in the lineup. Montembeau, uh, pretty solid numbers at the NHL and AHL level since being drafted in the third round in 2015. Big body, had a nice game going against the Bruins on Sunday night. A couple fluky bounces towards the end of the game ended up you know, making it not quite the best start for him. Uh, but overall, he played very, very well I think he faced like 40 shots um, so Montembeau if he continues uh, if he ends up becoming the starting goalie here for the next little bit I think he could definitely be worthwhile for teams that are really really desperate for some help in net Montreal is currently ninth in the NHL and expected goals against per 60 and 13th in scoring chances again so they're sturdy enough defensively in front of him to allow him to play you know to continue to play pretty well uh, so if you're again this is a deep league or, or somebody uh, in, in a league that really, really needs help between the pipes, and, and there's you know not of a you know a large variety of options available to him on the wire. I think Montembeau makes a little bit of sense for the short term. Um, all right, let's get to the streamers now. So there's three teams in the NHL that have kind of a, a decent schedule for streaming this week. The first being the Colorado Avalanche. Um, Wednesday they are in Vancouver and Friday they are in Seattle so just two games but it really just allows you to play their guys on Friday and or excuse me Wednesday and Friday if you want you can drop them or drop somebody else and pick somebody up for Sunday um, so Colorado I've already mentioned Nazem Kadri at 39% owned don't need to talk about him anymore Andre Burakovsky is available um, in over 40% of leagues he's only 56% owned uh, he has six points three goals three assists in his last five games Valerina Chushkin recently returned. He's only 2% on, so almost available in every single league. He has appointed all three of his games this season, one goal, two assists in three games, and playing top six minutes, uh, as I mentioned, you know, 17, 18 minutes a night next to Kadri is going to be huge for uh, both Burkowski and Nachushkin. I already talked about Alex Newhook a little bit as well. One goal, one assist in his two games since returning from the AHL. Absolutely shredded the AHL. So uh, another guy that, you know, I, I prefer the other two a little bit, or the other three a little bit over Newhook. Just not going to get the same amount of usage out of him. But in deeper leagues, in keeper leagues, in dynasty leagues, New Hook is worth a look for sure at 3% owned. Um, Seattle, they've got Wednesday versus the Blackhawks, Friday versus the Avalanche, and Sunday versus the Capitals. So not quite the, the best matchups. Call, um, excuse me, Chicago has really... 
uh, ratcheted things up defensively since firing Jeremy Colleton. Really not that big of a surprise. Um, you know, they're still a pretty decent matchup, I would say, but they're not nearly as good or as good of a matchup as they once were under Colton. They've really tightened things up, but still three games all on uh, quiet nights for Seattle this week, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. So I've already talked about Eberly at 38%, Schwartz at 25%, you can definitely throw Alex Wenberg at 10%, Yanni Yord at 26%, and Jared McCann at 28% into the mix as well. Wenberg has seven points, one goal, six assists in his last five games, and is playing over 19 minutes per night. Yanni Gord has seven points, three goals, four assists in 11 games this season, also playing over 19 and a half minutes per night. And McCann's usage isn't quite as good as the other two, playing just over 16 minutes a night, but has nine points, including five goals in 10 games this season. So uh, plenty of options there in Seattle on a pretty nice week for them. The last team is the Vancouver Canucks, uh, who have... Wednesday versus the Avalanche, Friday against the Jets, and Sunday against the Chicago Blackhawks. Now, the Canucks are an absolute tire fire right now, and most of the team is heavily owned, so it will be slim pickings if you're looking to pick up any uh, Vancouver Canucks. But Niels Hoaglander is available in 87% of leagues, has four goals and one assist during a three-game point streak. Hopefully that hot stretch of play will earn him more playing time moving forward uh, with Travis Green still behind the bench, but clearly on the fast track to being fired. Uh, Vasily Podkolzin is the other one. He's seen a bump in ice time recently, but really hasn't done much with the increased usage. He's pointless in his last four games and has got just two goals in his last 10. So um, Hoaglander would likely be the top option there in terms of players that are widely available. Um, you know, you do have Bo Horvat at 78% on, so he could potentially be available for you. Uh, maybe Brock Besser at 88%, but, you know, chances are pretty slim. So, yeah, slim pickings for the most part. Connor Garland at 62% is also a half-decent option as well. But, again, uh, 62% probably, you know, taken in most leagues. So, if if, the, if all those guys uh, are taken, I think Hoaglander is probably your best bet center left wing, uh, excuse me, left wing, right wing eligible. So, that is going to do it for this Monday report on November the 15th. We will be back recording another episode this upcoming Thursday, which means that will be released on Friday morning, November the 19th. So, stay locked into the Daily Faceoff podcast for everything that you need to become a fantasy champion this year. I will see you guys back here on Friday. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. 
As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. 